Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Just climbing down, baby. Per, per, per capita export value. Libraries. Chris, are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous. Disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Welcome to another tantalizing episode of Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse Harley. And with me is the incredibly slippery Reese Waters. Reese, welcome to another terrifying, Hi. tantalizing, Hi. exciting, tumultuous episode uh, where yeah. it's all ASMR all the time. Apart from the politics and the comedy. Reese, do your famous ASMR bit. Um. Okay, that's fucking. You're ruining it. You're ruining it. As I'm you sorry, do. I've that's, just got a very moist mouth. Um, 
So <laughs> hi, welcome, you got your wife. Welcome to welcome to Canadian politics. Is boring. <laughs> my name's my name's Reese Waters. I don't really and... like him that much, but boy, does he have a moist mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a dog having a wet nose. It means they're healthy. Um, so. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, this is the show for people who hate politics but care about uh, bigger stuff. Jesse, you've got to loosen it if you want to turn it. I'm trying. How do work? No, see the dial there? That's it. Which? This got style, it. this style, this This one, style. this, look. This. Okay. Jesse's just destroying some very important equipment. <laughs> no, sorry, the bigger ring. This ring here, see? Just break the microphone break stand. The microphone, yeah. Oh, they're only the like expensive ones for the studio. You just do what you want, Jesse. Anyway, um, I've got some exciting news. Okay, I'm um, We had a, we had some gifts in the mail. Okay, and you can see them on the desk. They're amazing. They are amazing. We had a we had a letter from uh, from Anna and Uma. So the they sent us some homemade slippers. I love. I, I, it blows my mind that people send us so much homemade stuff. We don't even ask for it, like the sycophants that we are. Is that a right word, sycophant? For that, I, I don't, don't even know. know. It just sounded impressive, so I thought yeah. I'd throw it out there. Loudmouth pricks. Is that yeah? That's right. But like people us. just send us stuff. We're, so this we is, don't deserve this stuff. These these are amazing. So uh, thank you. She wrote a lovely handwritten letter. Thanks so much for being interested in trying out my Oma's slippers. I hope you both love them as much as I do. And they help you through the brutal East Coast winter. Although Jesse is a half size larger. Oh, that's just admin about our foot size because um, we exchanged emails. <laughs> uh, you two will have to deal out over who gets which pair, preferably not to not to not to the death for the sake of the podcast. She doesn't want us to fight to the death over these slippers. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, for those who are interested, the slippers can be found at Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Oma's Crafts Canada. That's O-M-A-S Crafts Canada. Um, so Oma is the name of the nickname for her grandmother. Yeah. And her grandmother. What's the story behind that again? Her these are This is how her grand. This is what her grandmother does. Um, she knits these um, and she's helping her grandmother sell them online. They're very cozy um, looking. And it's a, like a traditional Dutch thing. Oh, um, so cool. They, they, they're amazing. Do you want. So we've got two pairs here. Let me, let me check out the blue uh, ones there. You want the blue ones? Let me take, take a look. Wow, and, uh, I I remember I remember when when uh, she had emailed us about this, and I had requested that uh, she knit your face onto my slippers and my face onto your slippers. Well, that doesn't but, fit uh, within the traditional Dutch knitting style. So putting putting our faces on there. Yeah, exactly. they do look really. These are going to be my slippers for my for the office. I think when I'm in you wear slippers at the yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that I can take my right. winter boots off then and put these wonderful things. Anyway, they're so they're so cozy. Looking. I think it's wonderful that you are supporting your grandmother and helping her build your, her your online Oma. presence. Your Oma. Oma. So what's the what's so you know what? Pause pause the podcast and go, go take a look at these delightful slippers. Uh, Dear listener, where's the uh, where's the shop again, Reese? The shop is <clears throat> Oma's Oma's shop. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Oma's Crafts Canada. So, um, and you should try them, and they're wonderful. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on my foot. Just, just one right, on one foot. Just one, I'm gonna try one. All right. He's, oh no, I'm gonna. It's so good. I'm gonna try the other one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh. I have boots that are laced up, so I'll, oh. I'll do it later. But it does. I feel like I can skate on the wood floor in as well. It's great. <laughs> So can not, I only, see you not, not only are my feet. No, warm. no, get, get, okay, get up from the chair. I want to see you skate around the office here. He's, he's trying. He's like, let's see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's sliding around. Look at that. <laughs> he's actually doing it. <laughs> so you've you not only have you warmed my feet, you have also saved me time and energy because I can just slide through the office. Now. Reese, you missed an opportunity. Not only have you warmed my feet, but you've warmed our hearts. 
Come on. Yeah. I should um, fucking write for Hallmark. And uh, Talia Umba, she's awesome, and she should keep knitting, and I hope that she takes the internet by storm in a, in a good way. Look how much love we give you when you give us free shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dear listener. Yeah. So if you want to send us free stuff and have you say nice things about you, carry on. We won't stop you. Yeah, we won't stop, we're gonna stop yeah. you. Anyway, I'm keeping these on. They're great. Should we, should we uh, I think that covers small uh, talk. That's slipper talk. That's slipper talk. All right. Yeah. So, so um, do, you want, do you want to know what this episode's about? I'm dying to know, Riz. I've called it Polyev's Secret Shelf Signals. Oh, fucking love talking about Polyev. <laughs> insane, insane so, man. So, this is just a... I, 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 I keep getting... Because I look at political content, mm-hmm. the algorithm keeps giving me his videos, and I feel like he puts a new video out every day. Sometimes like three or four videos, and he's constantly producing online video because everybody knows it's a really good strategy right video online video is a really good promotional tool and it hacks the algorithm and he is consistently bumping out video but it is definitely quantity and not quality (laughs) (laughs) content is king man you can't make four videos like in a week about what he does and what he talks about and the people he meets with (laughs) and expect it to be great um so (laughs) So this video literally came out yesterday and I was like, I watched it and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Okay. Who conceived, okayed and worked on this and then released it going, this is a great idea. (laughs) I'm very excited. So it was November the 16th this year and um, the, 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 when the video came out, yeah, the attached text was young people want to take back control of their lives. They want to own a home, keep more of their hard earned money and move up in the world. That was the tagline underneath. I'm going to play yeah, it. I'll, I'll agree with that. That's pretty, it's not untrue, but what, right, yeah. what? Just I'm going to show you the video. Oh, 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 dear Lord. Oh, God. It's, so it's Polyev on one side and then like... A young person. A young in quotes. So like a guy wearing like a plaid sweater, a plaid hoodie, and a brush cut with a with a like a, a Movember like uh, fucking mustache going on. This is the young guy. All right. Oh, yeah, I'm going to play it. All right. But it's insane. Like, this was not the Canada that you and I grew up in. We were kids. Everyone knew that if you got a decent job, you could have a house. And you can't take control of your life if you don't have a home. You, you, you can't build up credit history, collateral, um, savings for your eventual retirement in the form of home equity. And, of course, you can't raise kids in your parents' basement or in a 500-square-foot apartment. So um, people see in me the opportunity because I'm going to knock down the gatekeepers and allow more home building, stop the money printing that has inflated housing prices, the, the opportunity that one day home ownership uh, will be possible for them again. And that uh, sense of um, that taking back control of their lives has inspired a lot of young people to join my campaign. That is it. That's so, all it is. That's the whole video. That's the whole video. So, hold, on, hold on, you didn't start it in the middle? No, that, that is the video. So the kid didn't say a fucking word. He is talking at... He's literally Could have been talking, a delivery he's man. in his office talking at somebody who is who looks a bit young. Yeah, it could have been and a guy dropping off some park- packages, looked, like, hey, come in and be this video, I'll give you $50. If you didn't, if you didn't know any there. context, it would look like a principal lecturing a student at a high school in his office. It does. Because he, he just found some crack cocaine in his sandwich box. <laughs> and he's just going, hey guys, just drugs are bad. You know, that kind of thing. He, he's like, hey, I represent young people. Watch me talk at a young person in my office. <laughs> So essentially, what it is, and also the other thing, it's a very, he's a very low energy 
very low energy elevator pitch. Because he's oh, like, yeah. oh, that's where I'm going to take back control. It's almost like he's bored of his own talking points. So I got to say, I'm not, I, 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 you know, I'll preface this by saying, and I, I'm sure the shock you, and surprise on your face mm-hmm. in the moment will be astounding, but I am not an economist. That, I know, right? Yeah, no, but I, you're the kind of person who's interested in. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, what, things, what I'm, yeah. I'm not an economist, but, and then I have a little spiel to say after that. About the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like um, say I'm not a doctor, but. Yeah. Or, um, I'm pretty sure he can't just will the housing crisis away because he wants it to like it's and it's not just a housing crisis as much as no I, the housing crisis is separate. It's the whole the market for real estate has a thing. It's just it has a life cycle. Okay, it inflates and it inflates and it inflates and then it explodes and then it starts again and it inflates and it inflates and it inflates and then it explodes. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, been, just, I've been caught in a in a I, when the bubble popped in two thousand and eight. I almost got caught. I was I you know I, I had a bunch of money to invest. I was going to invest it in real estate. I didn't understand real estate, so I was jogging and I was listening to real estate podcast and I was learning all about it. And then I hurt my knee and I stopped jogging. And because I stopped jogging, I stopped listening to the podcast. And because I stopped listening to the podcast, I didn't invest. And then the the crash happened. And I'm kind of glad for it because I would have been I in love, debt for. I love how that changed the trajectory. <laughs> I, did, of your I life. have a bum knee now that has lasted me for decades, but like, but I didn't get fucked by the real estate. Anyway, the whole idea is like, <laughs> you know, unless unless there are regulations put on like caps in our economy in general, saying like you can't make more than this, you know, in like it's then it's it's just going to keep going. He can't wish like what is it. In order for young people to be able to afford houses in today's market, he has to somehow magically bring the prices of all houses down or magically make everyone have like a hundred thousand dollar salary every year. What the like? He can't just say how's it going to be. You know what he's what he did say is is I'm going to make I'm going (laughs) to he said something to the to the along lines of I'm going to build more houses. That doesn't fix a fucking thing. No, because they're, they're probably going to be market value. Nobody's going to be nobody's going to be able to afford those the houses. Market, market yeah, value exactly. houses, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You lucky kid. You know what? Yeah. You can't. You can't grow. You know. You can't. Uh, you can't Honestly, build towards retirement. You can't raise a family without a house. I'm going to build more houses. Good luck owning them. Good luck fucking affording them. But I'm going to build them, and I'm going to make them think that it was a good idea. And you should vote for me. But, fucking, what, but what, what he sa- <laughs> what he says in that video, I wasn't really even really listening to because apart from the bit where he said to that person uh not the canada we grew up in and then points at that person even though he's clearly younger than him and they brought him in to be a young person he's going you know like we grew up in i'm like he's like 15 years younger than you Pierre. why did you bring this token young person in and then pretend you're the same age he's like no i'm still cool um so and but also the there was the i don't know if you noticed the digital camera movement they put in they were like this is fucking boring let's add some let's put some really bad digital camera movement in at the end yeah um and then suddenly they decided to go weirdly and then they decided to go handheld yeah they're in the (laughs) middle just suddenly suddenly there was a third cameraman who got up off of a chair and like Like, walked in ran towards his face yeah it was like there was a weird five second shot and then back to the digital push and zoom it was a very very strangely edited video i feel i feel so what i feel like is that there's a bunch of interns that he's got making or very like young inexperienced videographers he's basically getting to make as much video as content and i think they're learning the craft as they go yeah which is you know we were all there we all feel like we could start an entirely separate podcast based entirely on Analyzing political videos. No, no, just Polyevs. Just, just like- Polyev videos. No, no. But but that's the thing. Like I thought that video. I mean, that video in itself, it's not like you don't watch it and you don't fall off your chair. 
like it's not the most standout thing. It's just a great example of how shitty a lot of the video is he puts out. Yeah, and it's, how it's the same messages over and over and over again. He's like, quick, get a young person in you. We'll just knock out a video. Um, that's what I get the impression of it is. And the people who work from like, yeah, whatever. Do you know what you're doing? Do you know how to hold a camera? Oh, yeah, roughly. It's all, It's. I mean, this is what we've been saying for a long time now. It's all fluff. He's selling the the shine. He's he's not. Yeah, there's he's no got the hot, su- there's hot no fluff substance. That burns you versus Trudeau's cuddly fluff. Yeah, there's no there's no substance to what he's saying. He's he's selling. Mm-hmm. He's still selling. Even in that video, he doesn't explain how he's going to do anything. He's no, talking no. nothing about. Nothing. You just say you just saying it again. He's just saying again. It's all fluff. It's all. Uh, he's just he's selling the veneer. He's selling the the uh, the shine. The the oomph. But he's not providing any substance whatsoever in anything I've ever heard him say ever. Now, maybe there is stuff out there where he's talks like in detail about what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. But I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard anyone explain it. I haven't heard. I've gone on Twitter and everyone's like, come on, Paul, how please just give us a list. What are you going to do? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, because he doesn't want to give away his policy plans until closer to the election. <laughs> Jesse, don't be so cynical. Um, but no, none of the stuff that we're discussing was the most interesting thing about that video for me. Okay. Was the, the best fact that the, thing the, about the video was that the young kid didn't say a fucking word. No, that was brilliant. Like, <laughs> hey, I understand young people. I'm going to talk. Look at me talk at them. Is I love that. But the best part is we're in his office, mm-hmm. and he has strategically placed objects on the shelves behind. Oh, I didn't see this. So that he can t- so that he can signal to you in a very subconscious, subtle way who he is and what he stands for and what he's passionate about and what he thinks is worthy of shelf space in his office. All right, let me see it again. And I have gone frame by frame oh through. My God, and- <laughs> Oh, God. So it's to make him seem relatable to the youth of today. Yeah, or to, uh, to just the electorate in general. So first right. of all, there's a giant has, uh, hashtag. Oh, you've, actually, you've actually like freeze framed and chopped them out and then put them in a document. From, I know. Can you zoom in? This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Just in hashtag just inflation a sign and also a conservative baseball cap which isn't a Trump hat it's blue <laughs> so it's an ugly baseball hat that, in general also the other thing I noticed was craft unopened craft beer so you know he's one of the dudes 
It's two, bo- two bottles of craft beer, not in a fridge. Apparently room temperature is fine for Pierre. You weirdo. <laughs> He's never drank a beer before. He doesn't know how it works. He's not old yeah. enough. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I drink beer with the dudes. <laughs> um, then the other thing is the, a copy of the Magna Carta. Okay, and what is the Magna Carta? So, the Magna Carta, or the Magna Carta Libertatum, is com- uh, commonly known as the Magna Carta, Carta, is a royal charter of rights agreed upon by King John of England at Runnymede near Windsor on the 15th of July, 1215. It is a document guaranteeing English political liberties by declaring the sovereign to be, a, to be subject to the rule of law and documents the liberties of free men. So it says things like um, providing church, you know, option of choosing like which church you go to, reforms the law, justice, and controls the behavior of royal officials. It's basically one of the first documents in Western civilization that outlines civil liberties. Okay. Which is good. Doesn't sound so bad. <laughs> but it's, it's like a super like, it's, it's not something I remember doing it in school, but I was from the UK. And it is like a, it's like a super niche kind of, oh, this is, a, you know, from this point onwards, like certain like traditions and things like the judiciary system is based off these ideals. Right. But it's also used on a regular basis today by conspiracy theorists to use to say that they don't need to follow um, coronavirus regulations. What the fuck? So, How? What? So is is mo- mo- is used the most I've ever heard it talked about is in conspiracy circles these days, where they're going, "No, I don't have to wear a mask because you, that's in violation of my Magna Carta rights." If you don't like it, call King John. Oh my god! So okay, maybe he's gotten. Maybe that's not as a reason. Maybe he just wants to show that he's a politics nerd, <laughs> and he wants people to geek out. But then my favorite thing, one of my favorite things, right. a giant book that says Einstein on the side, so you know he's fucking smart. That's hilarious. I've never read it, but you know I'm clever because I've got an Einstein book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I ever if he's got an Einstein book, I'm I'm sold. He know he, he might not be giving us the reason he's not giving you detail, Jesse, is because he's so smart you wouldn't understand I it. I wouldn't understand it. He's got an Einstein book. Yeah. <laughs> a really thick Einstein book. There's a ton of words in there. I bet it's really hard. There's nothing in that there's no pictures. It's just a photo book. There's no it. pictures. Just f- different photos of Einstein's no face. No part of that book pops up. No. <laughs> so fucking smart. And he's got glasses. <laughs> So you know he's smart. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, then the other book is, I, it took me ages to work out. It's really hard to read that oh. one. You can see that the resolution on the video is shite. It is. So, so what, what was he, even like, yeah. So nobody, nobody, in the, nobody watching the video would be able to read that. We can't even read it. No, I know, but but it's but it's done in his order. They obviously rushed this video because the production no set design happened because you can assume from the production value of the video right. that it was rushed. So this is just what is in his office. So I'm like, this is a great. He didn't have time to rearrange or anything. Maybe. So, All right, what's that? Um, so this is a book called Life: A Life in Progress by Conrad Black. I don't know if you know who Conrad Black is. Sounds familiar. So he's a Canadian-born British. Uh, a Canadian-born British former newspaper publisher, businessman, and writer. Um, his full title is Conrad Moffat Black, Baron Black of Cross Harbour. Really down-to-earth, blue-collar guy. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he... <laughs> I don't know anything about him. He's a, he, he, he founded the... Um, uh, what's the news? The National Press? What's the, what's the Canadian newspaper? I can't think of it. He, he's, 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 he 
founded like a newspaper in Canada. He's in publishing and he's a writer. He writes a lot of books. Cool. <clears throat> in 2007, he was convicted on four counts of fraud in the U.S. District Court in Chicago. <laughs> and while two of the criminal fraud charges were overturned on appeal, a conviction for felony fraud and obstruction of justice was upheld. He was sentenced to 42 months in prison and a fine of $125,000. Jesus. Um, in 2018, he wrote a glowing biography of U.S. President Donald Trump. And in 2019, Trump granted him... Uh, a presidential pardon from jail. Wow. Black is a friend of Trump and has written flatteringly about him in opinion articles and in his 2018 book, Donald Trump, a president like no other. <clears throat> okay. So he's got a, a, a book written right. by, uh, by, a, by a best some friend of Trump. Best friend of Trump who went to prison and was pardoned in a, what is arguably a very corrupt way of getting out of jail. I feel like there's... There's a, it's just reminding me, like you talking about Trump and, and the similarities between Trump and Polyev, uh, which is that, uh, and we've kind of, we've kind of brushed on this before in previous episodes about how you don't have to actually do anything great yourself as long as you're pointing out other people's flaws. Yes. You yeah. know, and, and so that's what Trump did and he did it really, really well because let's face it, the American political system is heavily broken and it needs a, a giant rewrite, basically. Most political systems. <clears throat> Most political <laughs> systems do, yes. And and Trump went in, guns a-blazing, almost, drain, drain almost literally, swamp. yeah, and, and just pointed it out. It was like, look how broken this is. And he didn't have to actually fucking do anything great. He just had to keep pointing out how broken the system was to get people on board. And then... Once he had all kinds of people, raving fans on board, who agreed like, yeah, that's right, the system's broken. He could do whatever the fuck he wanted, and he did. And it seems like Polyev's going down the same road. Is Canada's system perfect? Fuck no, it's not perfect. It needs a rewrite too. They all do, right? And that's all Polyev's doing is like, look at that, look at, oh my God, people can't afford houses. Oh, geez, and that's probably Trudeau's fault, you know? And so I'm going to build, uh, let's talk, you know what, it'd be a shame. You should have houses. Vote for me. Like, just, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Just, just my impression of you. You boy, like what do you want? A unicorn made of uh, silk. Yeah, three. I'll <laughs> give you three. And you know why I can give you three unicorns made of silk? Because the Canadian system we have right now is broken. <laughs> 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 it's just, it's almost like a um, a magic eight ball. He shakes it and it comes up and it just says, talk about inflation. And then he shakes it again and it just comes up, talk about houses. Shakes it up again. <laughs> Affordability. Paul, Paul, how are you going to fix Canadian, the Canadian system? Video over. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> but, but, the, but you know when it goes handheld at the end? Yeah. This video. That's yeah. when I noticed the most amazing, insightful part of the whole thing. Okay. Um, because for a glimpse, <clears throat> you get a glimpse of another book that I think says so much about him. Check. Can you read what that says? Mm, I'm assuming it says Napoleon. Exactly. Okay. So, <laughs> now, why would you present a book about Napoleon in your office? To be fair, I don't know a lot about Napoleon Bonaparte. So Napoleon was known. I've got a little bit because I thought that might happen. <laughs> So, so essentially, <laughs> he, he's someone who rose from relative obscurity mm -hmm. and not not from a wealthy family or anything necessarily to end up be, being a very powerful emperor in France and was a master strategist on the battlefield, modernized the French military to turn them into big power, seen as like a super smart strategist who completely just changed Europe using the force of will. So the, the ideal kind of like... Um, 
self-made man, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Went from being, hey, I'm just a, just a growing up in a village in Corsica. Now I'm the <coughs> emperor of an empire. Um, so so most historians basically say that his remarkable personality was the thing that got him to where he was. He, he had a strength of ambition to go from like a, a small village to basically rule over most of Europe. Um, and there's a, 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 a um, there's a historian called George Effie Rood, and he stresses that a rare combination of will, intellect, and physical vigor um, allowed him to achieve those goals. Um, he was not physically imposing; he was only five foot six. But in one-on-one situations, he had like a hypnotic impact on people, seemingly bent the strongest leaders to his will. He understood military technology. He was an innovator, using the financial, bureaucratic, and diplomatic resources of France. He could rapidly dictate a series of complex commands to his subordinates, keeping in mind where major units were expected at each future point, and they considered him a chess master who could see the play, how to play the best moves ahead. So you can see why, like, Polyev, obviously, right. he's like, yeah, I'm the master mover, I'm going to move all these pieces around, I can go from relative obscurity as a rich kid in Calgary to... To one of the youth. To one of the youth. <laughs> to the Prime Minister of Canada. A youth. Um, however... I mean, he is kind of a master manipulator, I'll give him that. So so he, that's, it, to me, I'm like, ah, oh, that's who he, that's his role model, is fucking Napoleon. <laughs> but there's also a dark side Napoleon. Okay. Like most historical figures. Right. So, Napoleon maintained strict, efficient work habits, prioritizing what is needed to be done. Um, And he also, he just didn't have any tolerance for um, people who didn't fall in line, essentially. Okay. So, before he crowned himself emperor, he basically held a rigged election where uh, voters were not allowed to debate the issues. And uh, if they voted no, he recorded the name and address of the people who didn't want him to be emperor. Oh wow! Just just for just for fun. <clears throat> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and also, he got the police. He got the police to suppress any criticism. Um, and he the a combination. He built essentially a combination of a ruthless police state uh, run by rigged elections, and he had wow. a, a staple of populist dictatorial dictatorial uh, kind of uh, techniques to to maintain control. He oversaw the production of plays in theatres in France, and if he dis- disapproved of the plays, your career was over. Wow! And he also, I didn't know this about him. And That's also, fucking he, nuts. He also controlled the press, dropping the numbers of newspapers in Paris from 60 to 4. This is Napoleon? Napoleon, yeah. Holy shit. So I didn't know that. That's so, crazy. Which I love, because all Polyev talks about is defunding the CBC. <laughs> right. Yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like... History rhymes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if we use Napoleon's life as a gate as as what this is is this what Polyev's using as his game plan? Right. Then um then like it's all there. You could just see it. We should start calling him Polyev Bonaparte. Polyev Bonaparte <laughs> Pierre Bonaparte. Pierre, Pierre Bonaparte, right. Pierre Bonaparte. Yeah, that, that'd be two last names. Yeah. So anyway, and this I, and this is just this is just like a fifty six second video we were able to pull extract all this information about him from. From one <laughs> shitty video. <laughs> We put more thought into this video than they did. They did, yeah. <laughs> so. We spent more time talking about it than they did making it. <laughs> so yeah, did you enjoy that? I did, yeah. I like talking about Polyev because he's the next crazy, but he's not crazy. He's not as crazy. That's the thing. It's not, he's not crazy. He's not like... He drinks room temperature beer, Jesse. <laughs> 
he's just he's he's frightening. He scares me because he's actually very I'm guessing he's highly intelligent and incredibly manipulative and probably a sociopath. And I don't mean that in an insulting way. I mean that in a literal sense, like he's probably literally a sociopath, you know, and he's just doing this for for his own fucking gain. That's it. Like it's he knows exactly the game he's playing and he's playing it well and it's terrifying. He doesn't give two shits about Canada. He knows the game. <laughs> he knows exactly what he needs to do to get to get votes, to get seats, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. It's just like, you know, yeah, it's terrifying. I think I honestly think that um, drinking room temperature beer is, <laughs> is the worst crime you can commit against humanity. Um, and I would like an official letter from him to, to confirm that they will be put in the fridge before he drinks them. All right. That's all. I, that's the most. The thing that shocked me the most. Forget Napoleon. Forget um, the hashtag with the beer in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll start so, a new movement. Yeah, just, ha- just. And I, I get it. You know, hashtag Pierre. Put the beer in the fridge. I get it. Somebody gave you some beer for free. You put it on a shelf so everyone knows you're one of the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not all suits and speeches. Right, we're going to start a movement. Everyone go on Twitter. Also, can I can I borrow your Einstein book, Pierre? <laughs> I've got a table with a short leg. <laughs> so, uh, that was anyway, good. Thanks, everyone. Well, what's the uh, call to action for today? The call to action is, oh, well, let's get started on that. The call to action is, uh, Wafakak is coming. Wafakak is you, coming. You won't have any new normal episodes now until 2023, because Wafakak is the next episode that will be coming out. So what is Wafakak for if there's any new listeners? The Winter Festival of Unaligned Celebration Advent Calendar. It's basically Christmas, but better. Way better. Everybody hates Christmas. A notoriously shit time of the year. (laughs) Um, So so we we made it better. Three years ago. Can you believe that? Three years ago now? Uh, We've aged terribly. No, two years ago. This is the third annual. This is the third annual, but it's only been two years because it's... Yeah, that's right. No, this is three years later. No, no. The first Wafakak, and then was a year later, was 2021. And then, no, no. Oh, yeah. That's you, right. I, I love watching you work out how time works. Hold on. No, no. You should write a book. <laughs> a thick book with Jesse on the side. <laughs> no, yeah. From, it was a year from the first Wafakak to the second Wafakak. And it's a year from the second Wafakak to the third Wafakak. So it's only been two years. Oh, I know, but it's the third one. It's the third one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loves watching Jesse. He, like, he likes watching me work out math. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Jesse's, works. I did notice on one of the shelves there's Jesse's theory of time. <laughs> so Reese invented this holiday called a fuck act where it was it's a an episode every single day about and it was originally supposed to be a different interesting Canadian political tidbit and he did it and it was the most insane amount of work he's ever done and he's like that's it I'm done we're never doing it again and I knew from our audience res- response I'm like there's no way that our audience is going to let that pass and everyone like a year later they're all looking forward to a fuck egg. when's a fuck egg coming out we got to do a fuck egg. oh yeah we're fuck egg. we're getting our boiled ham ready and and i'm like i knew it i knew it we're gonna have to do a fuck egg every fucking year and and here we are here we are the third with fuck egg. so there's nothing to do with canada in this with fuck egg because Re- reese ran out of ideas it's all about crazy uh crazy leaders throughout history so welcome to the Canadian political show where we don't talk about anything Canadian or political for the next 25 fucking days It is days political. They were leaders. Okay, fine. Yeah, that's it's true. just, yeah, yeah, because we did all Christmas, like, political stories and winter political stories in the first year. I grabbed what I could in the second year, the dregs of Wafakak The dregs of Wafakak. And then I thought, well, the third, I want to I want to go best foot forward for the third year. So I was right. like, well, we need to break free of the shackles of um, 
keeping everything about Canada and just have fun. All right. Well, that's that's where we go. And 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 it's always a fun time. And there's traditions. There's nightly traditions that come with Wafak acts, such as you know, uh, there's night night where you dress up as a knight in shining armor and hang out. And there's uh, the, the punch face punching Dave. Face punching Dave comes to who's who's basically the wolf fuck act Santa. Essentially, yeah. he doesn't bring you gifts from the North Pole. He punches you in the face <laughs> while while you sleep. He punches you awake and then he punches you back to sleep. Yeah. He does, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then just just lots of other fun. There's uh, there's some nights that Jesse hates and I love. Oh God, because of uh, animal cruelty. But yes, you know, it's, it's heritage. So. <laughs> traditional so <laughs> and where we hope that we hope that you'll join us for 25 days with fuck x starting on december 1st uh an episode every day um it's there's some of them are behind a paywall on patreon it helps our patreon grow some of them are free every third episode is free every third episode is free so still a lot of episodes yeah, there's a lot of a lot of free a lot of free stuff coming out this december we'll hope that you, that you join us if you do on all 25 episodes become a patron that's right and also we do have some cassettes left yeah so you'll become a patron you'll get all of that and you will get mailed one of our limited edition cassettes actual um, actual physical cassette that you need to go and find a cassette player to play one of our podcast episodes that only exists on this on this this cassette all digital copies have been deleted and it's about the the insane history of the hudson's bay company it's a great episode yeah so th- that's it that's it that's so, our call to action that was yeah. a long call to action I, but i'm that, gonna go yeah. home and look at what's on my shelves and see what it says about me Okay. Yeah. Do you have any Einstein books, do you think? No. No? Maybe just get like a whole row of Einstein, but the same book. <laughs> <laughs> over and over and over again. Look how smart I am. <laughs> Every book on Einstein you can find. So there's like kids' books. There's like... Yeah. Yeah. Jesus okay. Christ. Did he just go to Indigo? <laughs> And just buy this. And just like, go right. What books will make me look smart? I've got a budget of a hundred dollars. <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, yay! Um, I'm looking forward if, to fuck if, if you want us to forensically analyze more videos in the future, let us know. Canadian politics is boring at gmail.com. And don't forget, yeah, slippers, slippers um, from Oma. Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Oma's Crafts Canada, and Oma is O M A S. I'm we- I've been wearing them this whole time, and I got to say, I'm having a great time. I can't wait to slip into these bad boys at home and slide around my apartment. <laughs> Listen to music. Listen, yeah, like exactly. risky business. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everybody. softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we bar from the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. 